morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it. Ted, what's going up, my fellow king? <laughs> Dude, don't start that with me, okay? Like, I, I we'll get into it. I, I don't, oh, I don't we, love the king some. language. I think that should be yeah. reserved for like actual kings. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, good, yeah. dude. It's it's nine degrees here. I've already been up in the ring. Uh, you know, put some rounds in on the bag today and the in the jump rope. So we're feeling yep. good. I'm wearing yep. the multiple hoodies and the Ruger toboggan, and uh, you know, just. I don't know if I'm worthy of the king title, but I, I did get my rounds in on the bag this morning. I love the Ruger beanie. Yeah, it's it's very it's very you know and it's apropos to you know the last couple eps. It's very masculine. Well, very masculine. I, not effeminate at all. It's so funny, dude. That now, well, okay, let's talk about this. Now everything we just you hop in. Every, I, let's just hop in. <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask how you're doing. Every yeah, no, every no, no. Uh, everything you do gets read into. Right. And, and everything. I don't know. It's I want to live in a world where I can make a consumer purchase that isn't like uh, a statement. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't freighted yeah. with all kinds of meetings. So like I was I was browsing, you know, a website that I frequent. I, I needed a toboggan. So I kind of have here's how my toboggan life works. Yes, um, tell me about your toboggan life. Ted. <laughs> I have a Detroit Lions toboggan that's really over oh, the top okay. and it has a little tuft there at the top that yeah, I only yeah, wear yeah. during Lions games. And so I needed like a daily toboggan and, uh, Mm -hmm. I ran across this one. I own, I own two Ruger firearms, no free shout outs. Uh, we should bring them on as a sponsor actually, Joshua Loftus. Hey dude, if I can get a free Ruger. Dude, there you go. Yeah. I own, I own a couple of Ruger firearms and I hope that doesn't offend anybody, but, uh, but I enjoy having the toboggan and it keeps my head warm while I work out. So there you Mm -hmm. go. That's Mm -hmm. what it is. No further, not like trying to be masculine, but, uh, sometimes it just happens. Well, you know what, Ted, I, I have to say, you know, I, I think guys like you, mm-hmm. right, you don't need to try. Yeah. It just happens. You you as okay? well. I appreciate it, man. I pre- That's I a sweet that. thing for you to say. And It just happens. Dude, I will say this on a, on a slightly more serious note, and I, I would enjoy, I don't know, 30 seconds of your pastoral input on this. Please. I'm, I'm doing a different thing this summer for my, my camp talks at Barakel. Uh, oh, okay. Shout out Camp Barakel in Michigan, Northern Michigan. It's a lovely part of my life. Shout I've been out. going there for a decade. I'm speaking this summer on biblical manhood and womanhood. And Whoa. I just kind of wanted to challenge myself with it because I've been reading a lot in that area. And I got to tell you, the talks are hard, man. Like, it's it's not easy. I'm putting in a lot of hours doing this, this work. And I'm enjoying the work. But... Um, yeah, I'm a little nervous about it, you know, because it's a big yeah. topic, but I think it's a good one for that audience and that age group to start thinking about. And the Lord kind of put it on my on my heart and my mind. So, uh, yeah, prayers appreciated for for that. Yeah, dude, I think like there is 
I can't think of a harder topic mm-hmm. for that age group right now, and mm-hmm. I can't think of a more needed topic. I think that's yeah. I think you're 100 right. Like well, they are, those kids are inundated with like you know on TikTok and Instagram and all the things with like mm-hmm. so many things that that legitimately blur the lines. Yeah, that's right. Right, yeah. and they like it is so desperately needed to open the Bible and say this is what. This is what being a man means. This is what being a woman means, right? Yeah. And it's going to be pretty different than what the culture tells you. I know it. Um, I know it. So I'll definitely be praying for that. But I think I think that's a I think that's a good dude, and I, I love it. Like thing, man. I'm being personally edified like crazy by the reading, and and I'm loving it. But I just you you begin as a speaker, and you probably feel this. You do begin to doubt yourself, and you begin to think, man, am I the am I the guy to deliver this message? But sure, you know, sure. we'll we'll pray yeah. that the Lord uses it and um, uses yeah. it for good, and we'll see what happens. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, you'll rock it, man. I It'll appreciate it, man. It'll be great. I appreciate it. Um, so Ted, I, I wanted to I wanted to talk to you about some things. Okay, <laughs> okay. so we, we you know uh, our last step, I believe it was our last step. We spoke about. Um, it was either our last step or second to last. It spoke about the whole Matt Chandler kerfuffle. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We sure uh, did. And, and I, w- I was actually talking yesterday uh, on Marco, like mm-hmm. a, like the soccer mom. that, that Like we the have. middle-aged to, to lady your... that you are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, while I was peeling oranges for my, you know, <laughs> sixth grader. Yeah. Um, um, I was talking to your other co-host. Yeah. And, and what he informed me, and I didn't even know this, is that we've had some... some some parallels in podcast topics recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've talked about a few of the same things, but that's okay, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, we we talked about the whole Chandler kerfuffle and the pink sweater and yeah. this man, you know, uh, uh Eric Hardman Khan <laughs> that we have so affectionately dubbed him, right? Yeah, well, I think he uh, dubbed he, himself that, didn't he? I you know, I think you know, I think when you have a podcast yeah. literally called The Hard Men. Wow. Uh, I think I think you just kind of have to own it. Outstanding. You know what I'm yeah, saying? you got to own it. Um, but he's back in the news and okay. you know, at the at the risk of giving this con man <laughs> a uh, you know, more publicity than yeah. he actually needs. Yeah. Um, he went after another guy. Huh. He he shot he shot another shot, man. He reloaded. Who'd he go after? He went after Mr. Paul Tripp. Oh, not not our guy, Paul Tripp. Paul Tripp, man. Uh, Paul uh, Tripp. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah go okay, on. So he went after Paul Tripp, and he uh, he shared a picture of Paul Tripp okay. on the, the Twitter, or I suppose X now. Okay. Do you have the I'm capability gonna... to show me the picture? I do. I'm wow. pulling it up right now. The miracle of All technology right. in our I studios. Know. So, so this is the picture of Paul Tripp that he shared. Now, first, okay, okay before we get into... The actual, the actual thing. Yeah, yeah, I want, I want to know your true and real opinion on, shall we say, Paul Tripp's drip. I mean, all right. I no, really like, like, like based off the picture I show you. Yeah. Oh, you, you want me to comment now, or you want me to comment after the picture? I, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the picture of Paul Tripp. Yeah. And I want to know what you think of his drip. Yeah, we'll do a little drip, drip conference, drip con. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Let's Paul have a Tripp's look at drip. it. That might be the name of the podcast. Paul, Paul Tripp's Trip. Trip. Paul Tripp's Trip. Love it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Hey, here's the thing, dude. 1,000% certainty. Yep. I love everything about that drip. Top to bottom, I would wear it. He's stylish. Dude, I would wear the H out of that today. Yeah. Uh, very stylish. Love the glasses. Yep. Love the, the Cardi, dude. I love the... Uh, I, I do love the scarf. 
Not gonna lie, I'm kind of a big scarf guy myself. Do you want to? Do you want to hear my my scarf journey in 30 seconds? I absolutely do. So I'm playing football. This is like 12 years ago. I'm playing in France, and I'm over there, and I'm at the owner's house. His name's Jean Me. Shout out Jean Me. Tremendous dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys are. I know people make jokes about the French, but like. The French football playing community. These are tough guys, right? Oh, yeah. They're, sure, they're sure. real dudes. And uh, yeah. I was over at Jean Mi's house, and he had he had bought me a scarf, and um and he kind of put it on me, and he like threaded the 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 piece through the middle, and he and he he stepped back and he looked at me and he goes French lover. <laughs> he oh, goes you you are now French lover, and I'm like yeah French lover, let's go yeah. Baby. And uh, I still have the I still have the French lover scarf, Jean Mi. You really? Listening. Yeah, I still rock it, dude. We um, need a pic yeah. of the French lover scarf, dude. Ted in the French lover. Yeah, scarf. dude. I'll, I'll put that. I'll oh, put yeah. that outfit together and I'll send it over. So yeah, Please do. Um, yeah. Suffice it to say, I'm a big supporter of uh, of Paul Drip. Uh, Paul Paul Drip. Maybe that should, yeah. dude. That should be Ooh, the dude, Paul the title. Drip. Paul Ooh, Drip. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, That's yeah, like yeah. a rap name for him. You know, <laughs> Paulie D. Paul Drip. You know, <laughs> Paulie Drip. <laughs> I love it. I like it. No, and, okay. and clearly, like Paul Drip's feeling himself, right? Like he's a. Oh yeah. He's oh, a man 100%. of a certain age. He's got a. He's got a couple pennies to rub together now. He's made some money. He's a little bit yeah. of a celeb. He might yeah. be an insufferable hang. I don't know the man personally. I've never met him, but yep. Um, yep. I do enjoy the drip. So be that yeah. as it may. Okay. Yeah. All right. Where well, are you at on it? I want to. I want to get your take on it. You know, uh, here's the thing. Um, I I am not a scarf guy. Okay. Yeah. But I am. I am a cardigan guy. Mm. I do enjoy a good cardi. I own a couple myself. That a boy. Um, yeah. So, um, and uh, I I don't see anything offensive about this. I I look at this and I see, I see what every like hipster writer is aspiring to be absolutely they all want to be paul trip like they all want to be paul trip ronnie martin wants to be paul trip he wants his career <laughs> he wants his drip <laughs> he wants his instagram game you know oh he gosh. wants it all man um, <laughs> it is what it so, is so so i don't i don't have an issue yeah with paul trip nor the way he dresses and i can honestly say i'm not trying to be paul trip but i respect it you know it's it's yeah. whatever i'm yeah, just yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah. me you know. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just be you, right? Um, this cannot be said for Hardman Khan. All right, go on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hardman Khan says this: John the Baptist. So, so he shares he shares this picture. Yeah. On on Twitter, right? And he says this: He says, John the Baptist did not dress effeminate, mm-hmm. soft clothing. Mm-hmm. He says such cannot be said about Big Eva's leaders. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, can you mm-hmm. can you do ten seconds on? And again, I'm not online. I'm not on social. Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. Big Eva like to you? What is Big Eva? Yeah, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get a different definition from wh- whoever you talk to. I view Big Eva as the. It's kind of the boogeyman that conservatives point to as the the thing that is wrecking the church from the inside. Okay. Yeah. And it's 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 it includes things like um like left-leaning politics and theology. Okay. Uh soft effeminate people, obviously. Yeah. Uh preachers who don't really like preach the truth, right? And just well, kind of say 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 what people here's feel. Here's the thing. I don't like right? any of those things either. Like I would I would be in agreement with that. Right. Um, right, right. Yeah. But I don't think Paul Tripp falls into that category. I agree. Is, is yeah, thing. no, no, no. Right. I agree. So yeah. the problem with 
the problem with the term is mm-hmm. that it can be used however you want to describe it. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. so he, like so a lot of for, things. Well, 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 and and here's the thing. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's be a hundred percent honest here. Yeah. Right. You the way that like because you're a style guy. Like you're always looking good. Right. Yeah. From someone time would to look time. at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, someone would look at you. You know, in in your most stylish you know mm-hmm. moment, and just classify you as Big Eva. Huh. Because well, of your glasses, because of the the hat, because yeah. you know you know you, you throw a cardigan on there, or something because of the like wild that. success that I've had in the publishing industry, you massive, know, massive, dude, yeah, it's just so big. That seventy five hundred dollar yeah. advance, don't spend it all in one place, Big Eva. Don't, you know, hundred percent. This will just dude. get you through the twelfth chapter. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, so that's the problem with the term. Is yeah. like everyone's going to have a different definition of it. Okay, that's Therefore, helpful to I, me. I yeah, I just didn't know. Stupid. I didn't know how we were using it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, so this guy obviously looks at Paul Tripp, mm-hmm. uh, calls into question his his sexuality mm. uh, because of you know how how he's dressing. Yeah, right. And and this is the same guy. This is the same guy that went after that went after Chandler. You know, yeah. you know, a little while ago. So well, he he's got a he's got a thing. You know, yeah. he's, he's definitely he's definitely got a thing for uh, for clothes. I can tell you this, man. You know? Yes, beefing publicly is definitely good for business. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's good for business for everybody. So he like, wants the clicks. Yeah, he wants the clicks. And I don't know. I guess if you're just a guy who's kind of in the content business and who's do, doing the whole like live your life online thing, then you would do this. And I know, I know from being friends with some of these guys, like there's a certain kind of guy that gets juice and gets entertainment from like kind of beefing with people online. And, and mm-hmm. most of us grow out of it. He'll probably grow out of it. I don't know how old he is, but... Um, you know, it's it's maybe fun for for people for a time, but uh, no, I wouldn't want to make a yeah. lifestyle out of it. I'll say that. Um, and I didn't have the right personality for it anyway. Like I beefed with people in a book one time in 2006, and I still kind of <laughs> feel weird about it. You know. Um, so yeah, it just that wasn't going to be my lifestyle. Well, your co-host hasn't stopped beefing, so it's you know, yeah. Your, your, your co-author hasn't hasn't. Stopped I know, I know, and he, and he and honestly, he has a better personality for it than I do. You know, he just has that like compartmentalizing personality where where they can beef and then sweet sleep well at night but uh, sleep well, yeah no it wrecks you it the, does dude it wrecks me yeah, it kind of it yeah, kind of yeah. ties me up in knots i don't love it but yeah. um yeah i don't know I, I don't think it's a bad thing maybe i'm not masculine maybe maybe a true masculine maybe. hard man would be able to beef with all kinds of people and maybe and you're just not as hard as you should be <laughs> you know <laughs> maybe not <laughs> Oh my goodness, dude! Yeah. So, question what? for you? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just like, what kind of a what kind of an apocalyptic world are we living in? Where we're even having this conversation? <laughs> I know. Come, right? Lord Jesus, you know. Yeah, please. please. Anyway, you you were about to um, pivot. You were about to. Ask yeah, 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 yeah. I want to know now with with the I, I would say kind of the culture that mm-hmm. that 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 Hardman Khan finds himself in. Yeah. Right. Um. <clears throat> Out of this kind of super masculine, uh, super you know you know kind of kind of inward focused culture, yeah, has come this phrase that men have opted to start calling each other, mm-hmm. and I I think it comes from like meme culture or something like that. Like like yeah. I don't know exactly where it started. I've tried to do some research and I don't know. But where are you on men calling other men? Kings, 
I I would be out. Like I'm I'm out on it. I'm I'm immediately out on it. Well, I'll say a thing and then I'll tell you a couple stories. Okay, so Sounds the thing good. is, yeah, it feels like saying, I don't know, um, no cap or whatever. Like it's just mm-hmm. too young for me. Like it mm-hmm. it it hits at a like it's something you say if you're 33, not 47. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like dudes my age just don't talk like that. I can't imagine talking like that myself. So I think I would be out on it for that reason. But I'll tell you, man, and and hear this. I have sympathy for this con person on the following level. Like, mm. I want young men to be men. I really do. I want them to be leaders. I want them mm-hmm. to be courageous as it pertains to leading a family and, and standing for doctrinal distinctives. And I... I even want them to act manly to for whatever that means. And I'll give you two stories. So okay. this year I'm coaching football at Lane College. And we have this dude. His name's TJ. Shout out TJ. I love this kid, man. I've loved him ever since he set foot on campus. We became friends. He's our starting left tackle. And he's been all conference. And the kid has played basically every game of his career in college with one hand because he's had this chronic shoulder injury that just wouldn't heal. And I've seen this kid in horrendous amounts of pain. I've seen him like um, getting treatment, getting therapy, strapping it up and going every Saturday on one hand. And I'll tell you, I would follow that kid to hell and back, man, because that is a leader. That is a man. Um, I had a kid this last Buster Bowl. We're playing and we're getting – donkey dude we are just getting throttled right and I'm living a nightmare because I hate losing and I I hate losing in that way and there were like three four minutes to go in the game and I went up to this kid who's one of our best players just a soldier flying around making plays I went up to him I said yo um let's get you out because god forbid this kid like tears his ACL or breaks an ankle in a game that's been over for an hour and a half right so and the kid looks at me in the eye and he says no I'm not coming out he's like I want to finish this thing yeah. There's a kid, that's a man. That is a yeah. leader. And there, there's a guy that I don't worry about, you know, when it's three in the morning and he's got to get up and go pull his shift wherever to, to put food on the table for his family. I don't worry about him. He's right. going to do whatever it takes, you know? Right. And right. that's a kid that I would follow. And I think, you know, more and more as I look around the landscape, I have my eyes open for examples of this, right? Mm-hmm. And I, when, whenever I see it, I'm drawn to it. And and dude, those two things, and I realize they're both sports and not everybody's an athlete and I get that. But like they live at a level to me that really transcends like making fun of some guy's scarf, right? Right. Um, right. And that, that to me, like making fun of another dude's scarf – and I've done it, right? I mean, I've made fun of stupid things on on my podcast, so I'm guilty of it. But it's not especially manly at the end of the day, you know. Well, and and <clears throat> what's what's important to note is that both of those stories that you shared exemplify, I think, really the core of masculinity, and it's not something that you see on the outside. Yeah, right. That is an internal. That that is an internal uh, like system of, of of thinking and living. Yes. That 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 isn't just based on oh he's wearing this therefore he's not masculine right yeah. and and you know you know to get to get serious over you know obviously kind of a goofy and funny thing like yeah. that that is the issue that I have when 
we use the outside man as the barometer for sure. uh, like spiritual maturity yeah. or masculinity or things yeah. like that, right? Um, because again, you know, you know, we I shared on my other podcast. You know, we we actually talked about about this in the context of the local church. Is yeah, how do we how do we be careful not to do this to one another, right? Yeah. And I shared the scripture out of First Samuel, like when Samuel was was looking for a king, he was he was looking he was looking for the hard man. Like he was looking at the outside. Right. And God told him like, that's not, that's not what I do. Like the, 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 you know, man looks at the outward appearance, Mm. but I care what's at the heart. Right. Yes. And what you just described there is the heart. Yeah. That's not something, that's not something that, that, that comes from something that you wear or something that you don't wear. I think so. It's, it's sacrificial. And I see it. I see it in men in my church who are working, hard and working a couple jobs to provide for their families and I see it in men who confront sin in their own families and in each other and I mean that's manly regardless of what you wear or don't wear you know yeah yep. uh, loving your wife well like backing her up that's manly oh yeah um, yeah absolutely yeah absolutely so and I, I am drawn to it and I mean it, it, it would be it would be one sort of podcasting move for us to like I don't know, kind of go at this kid and, and make fun of his podcast or make fun of his, him making fun of Paul Tripp or whatever. But I, I think what we're seeking to do is celebrate what is actually manly and godly mm-hmm. and what we aspire oh, yeah. to and what we strive for. And mm-hmm. um, dude, repentance, manly. Um, oh, yeah. Regardless and of what you hard. wear. Hard, yeah, hard, difficult, manly. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're, that's what we're calling our sons toward and, and what we hopefully model for them. And, and yeah, that's more important than whether you're into hunting or not, you know, like you are, you are into it. I'm not like, I don't, I don't, I'm not into it, but I'm into different things and it's, it's okay. Yeah. 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 And, and me being into it or you not being into it has no barometer whether or not I'm masculine. None. Yeah, you know it no. doesn't. It just doesn't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's just something you enjoy doing. You exactly. Know? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um. So, so question for you then. Okay, yeah. we're gonna pivot. We're gonna pivot a little bit. Who among the 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 reformedish evangelical people that you and I know? Okay, would be the most would be the most um 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 apt to to call someone kings. Who's kings. using this phrase? Who's using this phrase? Maybe, maybe not from the stage, but you know, yeah. you get into the green room, yeah. you know, and they're, you know, they're doing the high five, half bro hug, like, yeah, hey, what's yeah, up? what's up, King? How uh, are you, my King? You know, I, just, I, I would, I would have to say, are you living the King life today? Oh you know? my gosh, like, almost you, nobody just that King in it up, almost nobody that I know, um, nobody that I know personally. Let me, let me though rip through my mental Rolodex while you talk. You have you got anybody in mind? I mean, I'm thinking like a guy like, like oh, you know, you know this guy Owen Strawn. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stracken, Strawn. Yeah. I never say his name right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I picture him all like five foot four of him. Yeah. Right. Like dabbing guys up in the yeah. green room. Yeah. Like and 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 like aggressively. Yeah. Right. It's always the really. It's the, the sh- hard handshake. Short, like the I got to shorter you are. Yeah, I got to show aggressive. you how strong my grip is. You know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The shorter you are, the more aggressive you have to dab someone up. Yeah. So he's doing the he's doing the 
that like like he he's coming in and you see it right yeah. so he's he's winding up with his hand yeah hands in the air it's coming down he dude you know your that. hand he is gonna hurt the, afterwards dude yeah. he wants the pop he wants the like, pop yeah yeah and he's the kind of guy that that if it kind of glances off he'll be like no 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 no, no. we gotta do that again he'll bring you in try to crush your sternum a little bit with dude the he brings yeah, you yeah. in and like the hard pack and just and whispers like what's up king oh yeah. Dude, okay, so I, 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 I actually think we're getting to something important here. Yeah. Which is yeah, pretty yeah. foundational to all this, which ultimately goes back to dads probably, right? But it, it's, mm-hmm. does a person have something to prove or not? And mm-hmm. I think the older I get, the more I'm drawn to people who don't have anything to prove and who just feel comfortable. And the, the kind of person who would use the word king and who would like – I don't know, try to crush your hand in a handshake just to yeah. show you how manly they are. Like, this is a person who fundamentally has some things to prove. Sure, and sure. The, yeah. the, the more I hang around, the less likely I am to want to be around somebody that has a lot to prove, you know? Yeah, sure. And, and I sure. think, I don't know. I don't know how much of this is dad stuff, how much of it is just feeling comfortable with what you've accomplished in life. And I, I'm trying to put myself... In my 33-year-old shoes. And I think at 33, I had a lot more to prove. You know, I was trying to prove a lot more to a lot more people. So I think I would be more susceptible to all this probably back then than I am now. Um, But I don't know. You know, what what are your thoughts on my, like, they have a lot to prove theory? Yeah, no, I think think that's definitely part of it for sure. And Mm. and I think think you can see that in the way, like, in the way people interact. It'll always be... Like, you'll see it on one side of the spectrum or the other, right? Yeah. At like, what I have found is that the most, the most mature individuals that I hang around, mm-hmm. their responses are always tempered, like mm-hmm. usually with, with good thoughts, mm-hmm. right? With them thinking about it, yeah. And and it's never it's never on one side of the spectrum or yeah. the other. It's always balanced, right? yeah. And it doesn't and and it's and it's and it's it's and this is a big one and mm-hmm. i want to hear your thoughts on this their responses are based on each individual thing they don't just uh, they don't yeah. just like throw a blanket over an entire situation i think that's and good yeah you know what i'm saying you know and that that's something that i've really grown to appreciate is individuals who can t- who can parse it out in their in their mind yeah cuz it seems like especially for younger folks like like my age it it seems like they just like people don't do that anymore. Like they yeah, have there's inability. a there's a real kind of Twitter fueled all or nothing. Yes. You're in or you're yes. out. Kind of eighty five characters approach to life. Where exactly. well, and I, I I fully agree with what you're saying. However, I think what you're what you've just described can be easily confused with like a squishy, spineless, centrist. Yeah, kind no, of what, and, and that's what, not what I'm talking about. No, I know. I, I, know, I know it's not what you're talking about, but I think Eric Hardman Khan and others like him, and even myself, right? Like, I look at somebody like, I don't know, name redacted. I'm not going to hang this guy out to dry, but you know who I'm talking about. Somebody who's wetting the end of his fingertip and putting it up to the breeze and trying to ascertain how the, the big sweetheart centrist breeze is blowing and then like targeting his takes accordingly. Like I have no respect for a person like that. I don't think it's especially manly, but I think what you're saying, which is you're trying to be mature. You're trying to be biblical. You're trying to run every issue through a grid of 
what do I understand the Bible to say about this? And then yeah. responding to it accordingly. Like, like if you've shown me that picture of Paul Tripp and I really didn't like his scarf, I would have said. Um, yeah, sure. But sure. that doesn't mean I hate everything that Paul Tripp has ever done, and I think he's effeminate, right. you know? Um, right. So, yeah, right. it's... And, and that's the type of attitude I'm talking about, is, is yeah. you can't... You can't just have a blanket, you know, a, a blanket reaction to all these things because that's that's honestly it lacks discernment and it lacks wisdom. Let me take this to another level. Here this is the problem with living your life primarily online, okay? Mm. Because all the way around, Josh, there's this inflated opinion of both my own voice in the marketplace. So mm. if I'm if I'm living my life on Twitter. Then it feels completely normal to me to like, I don't know, take a picture of myself in like a like an airport waiting room and like tweet something about I'm on my way to XCon or whatever and right. and X-Con. my flight's yeah. late, you know, and and really the subtext is a look how good I look, b take note of the fact that I'm going to speak at a conference, uh, and I don't know, c look at how good my wife looks or whatever. I don't, I don't what whatever your motivations are in that moment. But in a in a I don't know like a 1993 world where we're not living our life online, I don't know what Paul Tripp's wearing. I really don't care. Um, I don't have an inflated view of my own kind of uh, importance in the marketplace, and none of this stuff is happening. And it's probably better. We're probably all better for it. You know. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. So that's that's where I would be on that. And I think it, I think it's another layer to this, right? Where absolutely. I don't know that having Twitter is doing a lot for our souls at the end of the day. Because, like, in a non-Twitter world, I don't know what Beth Moore says about the Iowa caucus. And honestly, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking to that for any sort of reassurance. You know what I mean? So in that, in that example, Beth Moore has an inflated sense of her own. I mean, she's yeah. not a political commentator. Like, who cares what she thinks about the Iowa caucus? You I know, know. that's know. a conversation that should take place in her living room, not on Twitter. And yeah. I'm not coming at her. Like, don't everybody get mad at me for picking on Beth Moore. But like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I 100 percent know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And I 100 percent agree. Yeah. You know, and, and, and we've we've talked about this ad nauseum. Right. Yeah. It's just you. It, the problem. And this is going to sound harsh, but it's really true. The mm-hmm. problem with Twitter is that it gives stupid people a platform. Well, and, and look, I, and look, 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 look. I will include myself in that. Yeah, like it's like it's it's something that it's like, you know, in in without this, mm-hmm. right? Without without the without the type of culture, yeah, that Twitter has created. Yeah, these this person, you know, fill in the blank, right? Right. They wouldn't have the following that they do. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. happen. Yeah, without the the culture of enragement. That yes. Twitter has created for itself. That's right, right. and that's the problem. Is yeah. now if if you want a following, all you need to do is be like just a little bit louder than everybody yeah. else, a little yeah. crazier than everybody else, yeah. and boom, the likes and the clicks and the follows, and it's addicting. So you keep doing that thing, and yeah. how human nature works, human nature takes over, and you're just going to get worse and worse and worse. You're not going to get better. Well, you need more of whatever the thing is to deliver Correct. the feeling that you're looking Correct. for, and so yeah, it's a drug, man. Yeah, I would say even beyond giving stupid people a platform, the problem with Twitter is that it gives all people a platform, right? Sure, we sure. we weren't yeah. really built to have platforms, and no, very few no. people deal with it well. Um, yep. 
and I, I think we see that all over the landscape, and it's kind of sad. And I think, in a weird way, for almost every person, it diminishes the actual good work that they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, rather than thinking of Beth Moore as someone who's written good books, you think of her as somebody who says, I don't know, shrill things on the internet from time to time just to get a reaction. And it's like, right. I don't know. When I guess when I'm dead and gone... I would rather people remember me for my my books or like the thoughtful things that I did, um, rather than like some tweet that I that I said. Yeah, that, not not the outrage that you that you created on Twitter, created or added to or, or kind of yeah. sto- stoked up or whatever. So yeah, yeah I, I I really think, and this goes back to manliness. Okay, so let's let's talk about that again. I really think there's something manly about going to your job doing it well, coming home, taking care of your family, not trying to cater to a thousand followers or 20,000 followers or 2 million followers. Um, I think having a quiet, hardworking life where you invest in your family and you invest in the church, I think that's so manly, dude. And whenever I see a guy doing that, regardless of that guy's age, I'm in on that guy. Like I... I admire it. I'm drawn to it. I think it's cool. Um, I I pointed out to my kids, like, hey, that guy's living a good life. Like, right. you right. should be like him, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. why I even have a slightly conflicted relationship with, like, I don't know, having two podcasts. You know, there, there are parts sure. of me that think this is, uh, I don't know, maybe, it, maybe it's – Good to take inventory of continuing to do this sort of thing from time to time. Absolutely. And I don't yeah. want what I'm putting out onto the airwaves to be um, trite or banal or just beefing for the sake of beefing, you know? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Like, if that ever, you know, you you, you and I have had a, I almost said open relationship. <laughs> <You and laughs> yeah. I, it's very open relationship. We do have an open uh, podcasting relationship in that we, we both podcast with other people. It's you know? actually, that's fair. We yeah. do. Yeah, it is actually very open. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, like, you know, you, if I, you and I have had this conversation. We even had this before this episode. Like, if it ever gets to that point, mm. like, it would be the manly thing to hang the gloves up and not keep something going. Sure. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, again, like if that if it if it gets to that point, I'd rather do that. Yeah. Than, than keep something going for the sake of either inflating our own ego or feeling like we're losing some sort of platform or following. Yeah. Because it's at the end of the day, like I do this because it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. I don't you know ever want to need like, like little food pellets of love from the online universe to right. continue doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and that, that would be foundational. And it, it's weird, man. It's like, I was thinking about giftings the other day and how different people are good at different things. And mm. dude, sometimes I lament the fact that all I'm good at is like writing articles and talking, you know, and I, I look at my friends who can like, I don't know, fix the foundations on their houses and like re re-roof their shed or whatever. And I, I go, man, that's like phenomenally impressive. And I don't know, comparison is the thief of joy and all that. And I probably shouldn't dwell there, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I think at the end of the day, what we do is rather trivial compared to what a lot of other people do. Well, and well, and again, like, 
yeah, on, on one end, yes, like podcasting, mm-hmm. like in the grand scheme of things, like yeah, <laughs> pretty whatever, trivial, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty trivial, trivial, right? But don't underestimate the the different types of gifting that God has given you that He hasn't given others, right? Yeah, that's like right. the like the ability to speak, and mm-hmm. I I will say, you know, because I've seen this, your ability to listen mm. is drastically important yeah especially in the local church because there are yeah. so many men out there again who like no fault of their own yeah they they don't have that ability they don't have that gift yeah so yes you know god has given them the ability very very practical abilities you know they yeah. are they're the deacons of the church right which yeah. we vitally need that's right right because mm-hmm. they are the ones that are practically going out and, and putting boots on the ground and helping people right sure we need those guys, yeah, right. And I'm thankful for those guys. Same. But we also need guys who are able to listen, mm. guys who are able to speak, yeah. guys who are able to take the truths of Scripture and apply them to the hearts and to the minds of people, right? Yeah. And those are gifts that God has given you. Mm-hmm. Now, both are equally important, and both make us different parts of the body. Yeah. And that's what makes the body function, right? So you're right. Yeah. The comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah. And it also comparison also also will 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 create a tier or a hierarchy of the gifts that God has given his people. Yeah. And scripture doesn't do that. Yeah. Right. So the gifts that God has given you, you know, even, you know, speaking truth through this podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. There are people that are encouraged by the things that you say. Uh, that is important. Yeah. And whether it's done in a podcast, whether it's done at Camp Barakow, whether it's done in your church or your small group or your home. Yeah. Those gifts that God has given you are exercised and he is glorified when you use them yeah. every single time, no matter the context. Well, I appreciate it, right? man. And and that's a good word for all of us to remember and, and especially raising kids. And as you think about your kids and ascertain their, their particular giftings, it's easy for parents to be competitive with each other and, and sure. you know, all that. But uh Man, that they would that they would be tenderhearted and walk closely with the Lord and seek to love others well. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. that's what you want to see. You know, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can't ask for more than that. That's right. Yep. You know, you know that's 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 really important. And that's that's I think if we keep our keep our minds on that, absolutely, um, I think we'll be much more balanced and much more biblical. And and honestly, generally, just more more enjoyable to be around 100 percent, dude you know what i'm saying hey uh before we wrap here i i want to ask you a question uh your green bay packers are uh are strapping it up this afternoon how we feeling baby are we gonna do you have a jersey to wear do you have a what what's your game day kind of yeah so i do have i do have my uh i have an aaron Rodgers uh jersey in my in my closet yeah um it's a it's a size too small at this point. I'm 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 working to get back into it. We gotta uh, get I'll you be, a I'll new Packer jersey, baby. Did you know oh, that'd be amazing? This is probably something you don't know because we've never talked about it. I'm a huge yeah. jersey guy. I love I have, jerseys. Oh, yeah. I have an extensive jersey collection. I don't wear them much, but mm-hmm. I, it, anytime I run across a weird one, kind of a niche one, yeah, um, yeah. an unusual jersey, like I I would love to see you in a vintage like. Packers Tony Mandarich jersey or like a oh, Gilbert Brown jersey from the late dude. 90s or that'd whatever. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, something yeah. kind of cool and kind of under yeah. the radar, like a Frank Winters, you know. Like uh, dude, I, like I would love like a lineman or a linebacker green. Well, let me let me uh, let me do my thing. I feel like I'm a bit of a jersey concierge for people. 
We could do All a right. whole ep on this. We could do a whole ep on jerseys, but uh, that'd be fun, dude. I love the obscure jersey. Let me let yeah. me wander to and fro throughout my sources and see what I can what, what <laughs> nice. I can scare up. You know what we need to do? Gosh dang it, dude! What? I can't believe I hadn't thought of this before. Oh, we I know what you're to, about to say. We need to get a jersey sponsor. Uh, well, I was going to say Cluck jerseys. Oh, dude. Okay, two things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cluck jerseys and we a jersey had, sponsor. We both had an epiphany. Dude, can you imagine a cluck jersey with our colors? Dude, I can easily get us a jersey sponsor to get us like to get you a Packer jersey oh, and to get dude. me a new Lions jersey or two. But like, yeah, cluck jerseys would be sick, dude. Let's uh That'd let's think dope. about the design elements, what what they would look like uh aspirationally and we can go from there because yeah. Dude, I have sources. I have I have all kinds of sources to get this done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I Let like us this. know. Let us know in the comments like or email Josh or however you communicate with the show. Let us know if you want a cluck jersey. That's right. That's right. We'll make it that happen. Would be, that would be cool. That would, would be, be so cool. But yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping my Packers pull that out, man. Like, I'm, I'm telling I, I'm you, excited. man. I'm excited. I know the line is the line is creeping up toward 10 for San Francisco, but I, th- I, I think the, the Packers are going to be a tough out, dude. They're, they're young. They don't know how hard it is. They've got a lot of like team of destiny kind of energy about them. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count them out today. That's what I'm yep. saying. Yeah. Yep. I'm. I'm holding on, man. I'm holding on. Love it. Jordan Love is gonna take us there. Love it. Yep. All right, dude. Well, let's get out of here, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kings, queens. And hard men all around. <laughs> we thank you guys for listening to the club. You know what you can do. You can head on over to all the socials. The socials that we rant and rage over because they're awful. But you know what? Because they're of the devil. Because yeah. they're of the devil. But you know what? We have to make deals with the devil in order for you to be able to contact us. In order to get free jerseys. Yeah. And free jerseys, right? <laughs> uh, and how else would we find this beautiful, succulent content to bring to your ear holes? <laughs> <laughs> weird. <laughs> so, oh, weird. so weird. Yeah. But we're on all of them. At Cluckcast. You can find us. You can talk to us. You can direct message me. And I will return your texts. I will. Man, what it's a guy. amazing. I'm yeah. a dude. I am a man of the people. Mm. I am. You slide into my DMs. Go yep. for it. See what happens. Um, yeah, do that. We appreciate that. Hey, if you haven't shared this podcast with a friend or two, you should do that. You should share this. You should also rate this and review this. If you're on Apple, which I know a lot of you are. I know a lot of you listen on Apple. And I know that not a lot of you have given us a rating, given us a review. You got to do that for us. Come on, people. Five Be stars part of only. the team. Five stars only. Be part of the Cluck Dynasty. We need your assistance. Give us that. We would really appreciate it so that we can continue to give you good content and maybe get some, uh, some cool products and stuff like that. So we thank you all for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Cluck later. Later.